Everybody, uh, welcome to another Kayfabe or Die special. Uh, this time we'll be doing a round table discussion of the King of the Ring. We are in the middle of the King of the Ring tournament. The semifinals will be taking place um, on this week's Raw and SmackDown, with the finals taking place um, at Clash of Champions uh, a week from today. So I figured I'd kind of go through a um, little bit of a hit, the history of the King of the Ring, uh, similar to the uh, SummerSlam history of that we did um, last month, I believe. Uh, this time will be a hell of a lot shorter. And um, I'm here with my two special guests again, like I was for the SummerSlam special. But before I get to them... Um, just go over real quick. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KFaberDie. Um, a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago, I think it was last weekend, or yeah, last weekend, uh, we did a little bit of a Facebook live stream for AW, AW, NXT UK Cardiff. And then we started to do one for AW, but then the stream went down and then they just didn't continue it. So, um, but that's where you can find um, us kind of doing that stuff. Um, if you want to listen to the podcast, uh, we are available on um, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, as well as other podcasting apps. So um, we're going to get into it. I got my special guests, Curtis and Nathan, uh, here again. You waved, but they I don't know why I waved. <laughs> <laughs> so we just watched a thrilling football game um, to where our team tied, so that was awesome. And uh, we're going to do this podcast because wrestling. So uh, how is everybody doing this evening? Okay, after the Lions game. But... Tired. Tired. Um, the King of the Ring um, is starting back up. Like I said, we're going into the semifinals uh, tomorrow and Tuesday. Um, we were off about, what was it, five years since the last King of the Ring was 2015. Years, 15. Yeah. 15. Um, the tournament. Kind of an inconsistent thing. Um, 
started off like in the mid eighties as like, uh, I don't even know if, I mean, I wasn't around around that time, but I don't know if they used it on TV or or not like the tournament. I think it was, wasn't it like a single day tournament? Like they, yeah, I think originally for like the first four or five years, the King of the Ring was just like live events. Yeah. It wasn't televised. And, um, like, it really, like, the King of the Ring itself kind of really didn't start getting, like, um, well, it became its own pay-per-view in 1993, but, um, before we get into that, like, kind of, like, part of King of the Ring, like, the early King of the Ring, like you are saying, it was part of, like, a live events, um, they did it, like, they did a tournament style, uh, but, like, there was... I mean, I don't think there was anything that came with it. Like, if they won, they didn't get, like, a championship match. Or If they did, it was all in the live event market, maybe. Yeah. It was, live event, it was the industry was really live event-based back in the day, so you, that's where all their big matches and everything took place was live events and untelevised. So if they did have any, the winners did receive anything, it would have been during whatever city's live event they were probably in. Yeah. So, um... The very first King of the Ring uh, ended up being Don Morocco. Um, and I don't remember who he beat at the time. I, had, I remember looking at the list like earlier today, and I like literally don't remember who he beat now off the top of my head. Um, he was was he was a face or a heel he at the time? He was a heel Eight at the time. Been a heel, yeah. Okay. Um, and the, the tournament. Do you know if off the top of your head if like it took place at different times or did they hold it at the same time? Like the time like, of the year, yeah. I think it was different times. I remember there was, some of them were September. Because I know I with like, because going into the second one, we had um, King Harley uh, Harley Race. Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik. Thank you. So I I actually know it now that you say that. I know I remember that now. That's weird because they're both in heels. Yeah, yeah. Because I know Morocco was kind of, a f- but he was more towards it was more the late eighties, like because. Superstar Billy Graham started yeah. in 1987 after he managed somebody else, I think. Yeah. And that's when he became a face. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so it was Iron Sheik uh, who in um, Morocco for the finals. And then the next one was Harley, uh, Harley Race. And I think he beat Pedro Morales. I do remember that. Um, and he was kind of, I mean, it was only the second guy. But, like I said, and this is going off of my knowledge, because I wasn't born... I mean, I was born in 85, but I probably wasn't born during... Probably not even a year old. Yeah, so I don't remember, obviously, I don't remember watching it. So, So I don't remember if Morocco used it as a part of his gimmick at that time. I don't ever remember seeing him with the crown and and stuff. I don't remember that. But Harley Race was kind of the first one to use use it as a gimmick. I remember he, at WrestleMania 3, they had the match with him and... Junkyard Dog, if Junkyard Dog lost, he'd like bow to him, and then I think if Junkyard Dog won, he won the crown, I believe. I think I that was remember. yeah. I he had to bow to him if he lost. Yeah, so I know, I know, like kind of Harley Race was kind of the first guy to to use it as a part of his gimmick. Um, he was managed by Bobby the Brain Heenan at the time, so I remember that was the first time they can. And the fabulous, yes, I remember she was, she was a part of the of crew crown or something like that. Yeah. Um, the sec, the third one we got into, uh, Randy Savage, who 
a lot of people remember Macho King Randy Savage, but this actually wasn't when he became Macho King. This was actually when he was probably coming out of being a heel and going into being a face. Um, I don't remember who he beat either, because I'm like, I remember kind of, but then I don't. Um, but he, he was another one to did. I think it was kind of maybe a thing for them to he use. beat Hacksaw? No. He beat him for the crown. Yeah, he beat him for when he... Oh, uh, I thought that's what you were asking. Well, no, I was going more just actual King of the Ring. Oh. Um, but yeah, he did beat Hacksaw to become, uh, Macho King, Randy Savage, which Hacksaw didn't even win the tournament either. He beat, um... Haku. Haku which he didn't even win it either. He beat Harley Race. Harley Race who did win it. Who did win it. Um... And which was weird because somebody else became was king of the ring at that time too. One because DiBiase won in eighty eight. He won, yeah, from Savage or well against Savage. I don't know if it was from Savage, but the finals was him and Savage. Now I don't know that would have been eighty eight, so that would have been around the time that WrestleMania four was happening. So I'm assuming that was probably after WrestleMania four. October sixteenth, nineteen eighty eight, is when DiBiase beat Savage. So that was after WrestleMania four. Savage 4. beat King Kong Bundy in the finals. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of surprised that um, DiBiase didn't use it as a part of his character, unless because he already had a he already, character. Yeah, he didn't really need it. Yeah, he, he already, already had, had a good, good, yeah. a good gimmick. Because I, I was just thinking about like the way because he like bought the title and stuff like that, the WWF title. I was thinking maybe like having an actual million crown million or something, king. something like that. I mean, I thought he what you would have thought maybe they would have intertwined it, maybe some. I mean, he ended up having the belt, though. He had the million-dollar belt, so maybe he didn't need it again. He didn't need a king. I don't know. Yeah. And then, like we were saying, that's it, it, just weird because we're thinking about it. Like, he won the King of the Ring, or, yeah, he won the King of the Ring in 88, but, like, other people were, like, passing the crown, not him. Like, because, nobody, unless Haku, no, Haku beat Harley Race. Yeah, or Rumble 89. So, unless those are two separate things. They I, are. I think they are. Um, because like I said, the King of the Ring was originally a live event, so yeah. it wasn't televised, so nobody even knew it existed. Yeah. So I, Harley Race did become king when he won King of the Ring, but it was just kind of more of like a moniker kind of. That was yeah, like and they were they were both Haku and Harley Race were both in Heenan Stable when he when Haku won it, right? Uh, I think because then Harley Race was Heenan on his way out, just wasn't turned he? Turned on him for like the last couple months. Okay. I think. Harley Race was. Borderline babyface, but not really. I think yeah. that may have been his last match. In yeah. Because, like you said, we had Duggan take it, and then Savage took it from Dav- Duggan. And I think Savage was the one that did the most with it, because that was, that was his gimmick for... Yeah, good... I'd say either Savage or Harley Race. Yeah. Both those two, obviously. Were... I think it was more... I, I think... I mean, obviously, Harley Race is a legend, but at the time where they were in WWF, I think Savage kind of bigger. Oh, yeah. Harley Race didn't really do a lot in WWF. No, no, so no, I think it no, did no, a little I bit more for Savage because he was already established coming off of the championship in 88. It was, what, 89 when he became when he was King of the Ring? Yeah. And then they, then they stopped for a couple of years. And then Bret Hart, the only two-time King of the Ring well, winner. Actually, Tito Santana became King of the Ring in 1989. Oh yeah, I forgot. Okay, so yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm skipping. That was one. another one that wasn't televised, though. So and that was that was a good feud with them because that probably was during yeah, the Strike Force split. Yeah. yeah, that was another one. So it's like they've been kind of inconsistent. I'm like, like you said, and it's probably just strictly a live show thing. They didn't have yeah. really anything to do with storylines. No. So that's why you don't really see Tito Santana, Don Morocco, DiBiase with the Crown, Savage the first time with the Crown because, like you said, it was just a one thing tournament. It was the. It was almost like they were two separate things. Yeah. Like 
when Savage was king and well, Harley Race was the king of the ring, but like the other, like Haku, I don't know, Haku, be, I don't know. It, it's kind of confusing at the beginning because there's the king of the ring and then there's people with crowns that may not have yeah. been king of the ring. So it was kind of very confusing at the beginning. Um, and like you said, so 89, we had Tio Santana and then we went for a couple years, right? They didn't do it. And then 91, uh, Bret Hart won. Um, I don't remember who he does. IRS. IRS. That's, that's a good match there. Um, and then 92, there was none, right? Right. So then they skipped 92. So now we'll get into 93 is when the pay-per-view King of the Rings starts. Um, and then Brett wins the first one against your Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam Bigelow. I think the matches that Bret Hart had at the 93 King of the Ring were like like some of the most phenomenal matches. Now, do you know remember who he went through to? He beat Razor Ramon in the first match of the night. In the first, or I think it was first round, yeah. In the second round, he beat Mr. Perfect, which I think that match was almost as good as your SummerSlam 91 match. Yeah. And then in the finals, he beat Bam Bam Bigelow. Perfect was probably a little bit more healthier at that time in '93 because he uh, was he was hurt in '91. I mean, it's not a good. Match. I mean, I wouldn't say he was a hundred percent because I think I don't think after that back injury he ever was. Yeah. So, he but he been, he was really dealing with it though towards yeah, the end of '91. Going into that match, he may have been a little healthier. Yeah. Um, now was when in '93 they did the tournament all in one night, right? They didn't have preliminaries. Like, they may um, have had like preliminary rounds to qualify, but they still had the three rounds in the one night. Okay. But he may have had qualifying matches to qualify to the uh, first round. The now, finals. so Brett, Brett winning, there was still really nothing tied to it, right? Though, like, nothing like, I don't think there ever really was a title shot until, like, until late. Like, yeah, yeah. 2002. I mean, sometimes, like, the King of the Ring. Uh, maybe helped him get a shot, like, maybe. Mabel won it, and then he got a title shot, but I don't think it was a Result of that, yeah. It was just, he was... Next contender, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then 93, we had Owen, which he beat Brett. Or 94. 94 he beat Brett, right? No. No, he, he beat, beat Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon? Okay. I, I, I remember a lot of the like King of the Ring. but like, he beat, I think he beat Tatanka in the first round. And in the second round, he beat 1 2 3 Kid, which was like one of the best like four minute matches you'll ever see. Like they packed so much into like four minutes. It was such a good match for as short time as they had. And then in the finals, he beat Razor Ramon with help from Jim Neihart, who earlier on in the night helped Bret Hart retain the WWF title. So maybe they so Owen Hart was... could challenge uh, Bret yeah, yeah, and beat Bret them. for the title. Because that's when Bret and Owen refused. But that, that, wasn't the, that wasn't the start. That was kind of like the, the middle. Yeah. Because that got him to their SummerSlam match? The Steel Cage match. Yeah. yeah. So that's another one where I guess the winner... Went on, they, yeah, but, but it, it still wasn't, wasn't a stipulation. stipulation. So, um, so we have the two hearts winning back to back years, um, and then we get into '96, which was well, or '95. Why do I keep skipping a year? Well, it's probably best to skip '95. Yeah. Oh, King Babel, you talked Mabel, about it. Yeah. That's maybe why I skipped it because we already kind we of talking about it. Yeah, who he beat? Savio Vega. Vega. Yeah. yeah. Hell of a finals, guys. We might be getting close to maybe the same kind of a thing this year where you got two guys and we're like, why are these That's guys? That's when, like, people were so mad that the finals was Javier Vega and Mabel. People just started chanting ECW. Yeah. Because they were in Philadelphia and they were probably not happy about that. Yeah. So let's start. But, I mean, in the, you had Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker in that tournament. 
in the first round, and they both got knocked out. How do you go with Mabel? And Maybe they were just trying to go with the unpredictable. They I were don't. Probably trying to like give it to somebody who needed it. Yeah, because like I well, mean, I think at the t- I mean maybe I Sean more than Tate. I don't know. Sean both... was still like he just turned baby. That's ninety five, right? Yeah. So Taker's still only three or four years in. So well, he's even not... still like a bigger character. Even Sean yeah. at the time, he wasn't really. He was still coming. Was that up. like before? Like I mean, he. He kind of had Intercontinental titles throughout yeah. a couple of years. It was, I mean, he had already won the Royal Rumble in any, like earlier on in that year, but he still hadn't like got to the next level yet. Not yeah. that obviously looking back now, he didn't really deserve it. It would have been nice for him to like another notch to his, notch belt. To his yeah. belt. But who? Sean. Sean. Taker, I just don't think would fit. No. At all. No. But I, just I mean, it all worked out. To give it to somebody who like. Needed it. Yeah, it all so. worked out for Sean, and not. And it's probably it. also to do with the storyline, maybe that they yeah. were going with, because like you said, Mabel ended up going for the title against Steve Which I mean, that's not all gung ho about that storyline. Sure that's what, it, and it's not good. <laughs> that's, that's what actually. Okay, we're just going on. Yeah. So now we're gonna we're gonna like start getting into like the the winning the King of the Ring, and it like kind of like almost being because we were kind of saying the guys who won it so far, or at least. During the pay-per-view like genre, that were they're kind of already established guys. I mean, Owen might have been kind of not fully established yet, but he was still in the midst of his feud with Bret Hart at the time. But now we get into the the like into the mid '90s with '96, where we start getting into where it started like, like catapulting, launching pad. Yeah, because I mean '96 we had Austin. Um, who originally wasn't supposed to win? It's supposed to be Triple, Triple H. Triple H was supposed to win ninety six, but because of the curtain call. Um, and Austin during that tournament um, got his mouth busted open and ended up having to go to the hospital to get stitches. That was against Savio Vega. That was against Mark Merrill. Mark Merrill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, a really good match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, so, like, I remember. He was at the hospital while like the rest of the show's going on, and then he comes back to wrestle in the finals against Jake, and they were talking like he kind of needed, especially because he was winning, he was kind of needing to something to like go off for promo wise, so they kind of told him, well, you know, he's been talking about the Bible and stuff like that, and um, because of that, we get this. A survey's playing. There we go. The fourth prestigious King of the Ring, Stone Cold Steve Austin, an incredible victory. The first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of my ring. Don't just get him out of the ring, get him out of the WWF. Because I proved, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms, talk about John 3.16. Austin 3.16 says I just whipped your ass. he's got to do is go buy him a cheap bottle of Thunderbird and try to dig back some of that courage he had in his pride. And it's the king of the ring. I'm serving notice to every one of the WWF superstars. 
I don't give a damn what they are. They're all on the list, and that's Stone Cold's list, and I'm fixing to start running through all of them. As far as this championship match is considered, son, I don't give a damn if it's Davey Boy Smith or Shawn Michaels. Steve Austin's time has come. And when I get the shot, you're looking at the next WWF champion. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Obviously, anything... Now, do you guys think that... I know we kind of did this last time where we kind of the what if, and it's kind of hard to do the what if. But do you think that if Triple H didn't get reprimanded and didn't win that year, do you think Austin would have... Still been like Austin, the man. yeah. Because uh, this is this is what did it. I think he would. I still he wouldn't have it. Would just been a different way. Because it's I mean, it's so hard to say. I say he would have been a contender, but I don't know if he would have been like the man. No, because I think I, this is what because this is what what we said. This is what paved his way. Like right. if he didn't win King of the Ring, he might not have had the opportunities to. Go up against this. I mean, like I said, it's. I don't know. I mean, maybe if. he would have because I mean, Bret Hart, like, handpicked him to wrestle the feud with him when, when he came he back. Yeah. So maybe. But that, I mean, just, but that was just against Bret, though. He wasn't champion at the time. No, they could have just I mean, did the feud, and then that could have been it. He, Austin, just like Austin and himself, like how he acted and like what he did, he kind of almost like launched himself but into. It, uh, superstardom, I guess you can say. Would he have been able to act like that, though, if that never happened? Because that's because of that is how that attitude and character started. I, I still think something else would have happened. I, I still think something else Now, was this happen. before he started going up against Brett, right? Because it yeah. was at the end of the Survivor Series. So, like, I mean, like like I said, it's one of those things where it's hard to, it's hard to say. Cause... I still say no matter what, he would have been in the main event picture. But I don't know if he would have changed the entire industry. Because once that, like that Austin three sixteen thing, just exploded. Yeah, like that was. If he didn't have that, I don't know if. I mean, his shirts were flying off. Yeah, he could have like done it another way. I don't know what way he could have done it, but but the thing though is, it had all had to do with with Jake Jake thing. If he never wrestled Jake, the Austin three sixteen would never came up. Yeah, that's a good point. Because that was the like I was just saying before we played the thing. He he went off of. Well, Jake was talking in a promo about him being reborn and da da da, the Christian thing, and then that's when he was just came off the head and he was like, Austin 316. So I still like, say yeah. he would have been a re- really big. He might not have had that. Like, yeah, he might not have had that, but I still think he would have been like one of the top. He would have been like one of the top guys. He would have. He would have definitely, definitely. But I don't know if he would have revolutionized and changed the business and the Attitude Era and all that. Do you think that? He, but it's hard to say. Do I you mean, think him? I don't know. Him breaking his neck kind of like. Yeah, super made him into superstar that too. That helped too. Yeah. yeah, Austin's one of those weird things where a lot of like, I don't know it's if it's, like a, almost accidents happen. And, yeah, like, a lot of situational really things good off of other people's like misfortune. Misfortune. Yeah, yeah. he may he might be one of the most really like. Heel. Well, yeah. the Owen thing was kind of his misfortune, but. Well, yeah. But he's still gained. Do he's still a lot. Gained, do a lot you guys that. think then he is probably? The one who benefited from the King of the Ring most then out of anybody that's ever won it. Maybe uh, maybe not. Maybe I mean, we'll get into a little bit of down. But Brock might be I'd the, probably say yeah. I'd say yeah, too. Um, because after that, I mean, we, had, we had Triple H. And that was... He was kind of in the same way Austin was. He was still... He was Hunter Hearst Helmsley still. He wasn't really... Because shortly after that, didn't he go with 
Well, yeah. The DX was well, shortly after that. I mean, I think I... But I don't know if the King before. of the Ring made much of a thing for him, though. Because it didn't really... Because him and Sean coming DX, together, though, I don't think... Would he still be... Would he be where he is today? No, I'm not talking about DX. I'm talking about the King of the Ring. Uh, like, King of the Ring, I don't think, made I, Sean and Triple H come together. No, I don't think the King of the Ring helped Triple H as much as it did Stone Cold. Yeah. I still think regardless, DX would have happened. Yeah, that's what I was regardless thinking. Regardless if you want King of the Ring or not. Because it wasn't like he... But, him but, winning the like, King of the Ring didn't align him with it Sean. Was just That's a, what I'm saying. Like him winning the King of the Ring didn't make him into like superstar. Yeah, being aligned with Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's what I say. Because but but at that time he was he was on the cusp though too. Yeah, and like he won the King of the mm-hmm. Ring, but then he he got that rub from he Sean. got exactly. The King of the Ring was just like another notch, kind of more than a career change. Yeah. To add that to, he didn't uh, even he didn't even need to win the King of the Ring because if he would have been a, he, who did, who did he beat again? Mankind. Uh, Mankind. Yeah, and, and they were Ahmed Johnson in the first. They race. were still in their. That was a big. Get, that was the first match of their rivalry. Okay, so, so that that's that another rivalry, thing is yeah, Mankind. Rivalry. Like if that, because that's that's the other thing is like I think spinning off of that match at the King of the Ring Finals between Mankind and Triple H, that's the thing that I think. Personally, to me, like I, he still may have gotten the rub with Sean and everything, but I think his feud with with Mankind McFoley is, I think, one of the big things that really catapulted him in and maybe set him up to be paired with Sean. I, I mean, he some might have been because they were friends, but like that, that showcased him and put him in a different light because then they started tagging with Sean because he was he was yeah. getting up there because of it the was, yeah Sean and Triple H against the, Undertaker and Mankind. Yeah, the spotlight was. Because they both had they both had the feuds because Undertaker and Sean and, Sean and Mankind and, and the Triple tag H, match which brought DX together. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not, not saying, saying that specifically DX... that match right. made them come together, but like that was the start of the Triple H. Because to me, I I think that that rivalry put him more in like the top main event level spotlight than he was before then. Yeah. Because he was, I mean, nothing against. Goldust, but yeah, mankind I think was main event level. Goldust always kind of seemed like mid card. Yeah, but I mean, when you wrestle mankind, that kind of brought him up to established level. him more. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we get into like ninety eight, where I think uh, Ken yeah, I think a match on that card outshadowed the actual winner because that had or the Undertaker no. mankind, yeah. Yeah, Undertaker, Mankind, were hell in a cell. So no one remembers the King of the Ring. That, well, I mean, diehard fans might remember. Yeah, that. so that was 1998, where we had the infamous Mick Foley dying multiple times, and I think, thrown off a cell. I think that was one of the only him and Shamrock and Brett were technically, as far as like the pay per view and modern day King of the Rings, were the only two babyface King of the Ring winners. He was a babyface at the time. Yeah. You can argue that Edge was, but Ed, I think that turned Edge when he came in the ring. But Shamrock and Brett were the only two babyface King of the Ring winners. And to me, it didn't... Teal Santana. I, I, as far as the pay-per-view. pay-per-view. Yeah. And to me, it, savage. I, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like the King of the Ring suits heels a lot better than babyfaces. Because they can, like, play it into their characters and gimmicks. Because they use it as, like, I'm better than you. Yeah. yeah like, I'm just, the king. And, yeah. yeah. And they, the baby, I mean, like, Brett never even used or Shamrock never even used it as a character. They just won it and then it was... Nobody really... Not a lot of people. Like, there was yeah. a few people Owen, throughout. Owen Mabel. did. Mabel. Um, like we said in the past ones Angle, before. Yeah. Before, Billy Gunn. 
Kind yeah. of a little bit. Um, Booker, Booker, Booker T. Like I think. I think Booker, Regal, Booker T. That was like Barrett. Barrett the one or that Regal used it the most into his character. And, it, and that that was Ooh. one of the Booker, Booker T. T. Yeah, I'd say him and like of pay per view era. Obviously, he was he's probably the one because that used it the most because he he ran he, with that for a he, while. Yeah, and it got him the world title too. Yeah, quite a while. Because that was one of the ones that got him a shot, right? Yeah. Because they, like I said, there was the just there's the, just those two. I think they actually got you like an actual title well, shot. Oh, you mean the winner of the King of the Ring got a title shot? The, is that how it happened, or did he just kind of so. same thing? Where I think, he, where, just I think he just got a title, title shot. shot okay, yeah, somehow. Okay, so it's just one of those ones where it's like he got the win, so it kind of yeah. helped him, but it didn't wasn't a stipulation. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, like we got into Billy Gunn. He, I mean. I don't remember. Um, another podcast I listened to, they made it. I don't remember. I him. guess they were saying that he just, I mean, he was a great wrestler, but I guess he had a lot of, like, asthma problems. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, like, they didn't really, I wouldn't say they trusted him as a singles wrestler, but he just did so much better as a tag team. Yeah. Wrestler. And he has done a lot of tag team. I yeah. Well, he was mainly just two. Yeah. No, I mean, he, he was in quite a few. Yeah, he was. He was Smoking Guns. Yeah. I remember Smoking Guns. Like, and Chuck. And Chuck. Oh, uh, yeah. Outlaws. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I forgot about William um, Chuck. I feel like he probably had tag titles with a couple other people. Random. I mean, no, might not have been legit tag. Him titles. and Road Dog were uh, partners in another company too. Yeah. So going in, so we're getting into the the two thousands. Two thousand was Kurt Angle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now he he got that first before anything right or was well, he won the european title was, yeah. the intercontinental title so it was before his WWE title the king of the ring, of the ring yep. and then, then the wwf probably would you guys year, all in a do year. you guys think that he's probably had the best rookie year ever oh, in yeah. wrestling uh, i think so yeah. cuz he's had, he's probably one of the only ones that won multiple you know what i don't know if i i might have to say ronda rousey she only won one but yeah. she main event at wrestlemania that's the pinnacle, I mean. But what, I mean, I guess. And there's only one title she could win, so. Yeah, that's I mean, true. they had the tag teams, but that was. That was like later. that night. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I'm thinking of like, because he, Technically he won. did it in a, well, no, he didn't do it in a, he won well, it all I mean, in a calendar year. Yeah. Too, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I, that's more difficult. Angle definitely in the top two or three rookie years of all time, for sure. I, I, I personally say he'd be number one. I, I would lean towards it just because of the the multiple of what yeah, he won. Exactly. I, I mean, I'm not taking you know, anything away from Ronda, but, like, just because of how much he did. Um, I, like, I mean, we're not going to get into that because that's not King of the Ring. But, um, so who, he beat, like, I'm not... Rikishi. Rikishi. Yeah. Yeah. He beat Jericho in the first round and then Crash Holly in the second round. Yeah, so I mean that was another one that like that he he was already kind of going, but it just added another notch to his yeah. belt during that year. And he became, I think, he became King Kurt. Have, he had like the crown, yeah, cape and yeah. scepter and all that. And then we had two thousand one, which had the trophy, like a trophy instead of a crown. I don't think he had actually they actually had a crown. No, it was the Edge. only only time it was a trophy and. People are saying it was because of Edge to go with like, the Canadian theme. Yeah, because of hockey the and the. Uh, um, I honestly I remember Edge winning it, but I don't remember it really doing. I, I mean, to me, I, I think I mean I don't remember it, a lot. of it. It's really hard to say because I feel like regardless if they won King of the Ring, their careers 
we're going to go somewhere. Except for, I mean, Austin, I think we talked about already. I mean, his was going to go somewhere. Yeah, but I don't know if it would have, he would have changed a bit. It's hard to say, but I don't think he would have changed the business as we look at it today, still to this day. He still would have been a top player, but even Edge, I think he still would have been a big deal, even if he didn't. But the King of the Ring, I feel like, did help him, because after that, he started winning Intercontinental titles and started main eventing more. And you were saying that that was kind of him going towards heel. He was a face when he won it. But... No, it was the opposite. He was a heel when he won it, but that kind of turned him face. Oh, okay. Because he beat Kurt in the finals. That's when they had like the whole... Here versus... Is that... No, that was oh. the year later. But you had... The first round was Edge and Rhino... And Kurt and Christian, because that's when they only had the two rounds. Well, was it? Were they still like a tag team at, at the time? Christian? Yeah. Okay. Because and their their team were they team Wreck or whatever? Yeah. I know Edge Christian and yeah. they were all like their own like group together, and they okay. all wrestled each other in the tournament. Because like I rem- I remember like the only like Edge to me like the only time I remember him as a heel is when he was with Christian before like before yeah. when he before and, he became the right superstar. And they were still stuff. heels, but I think him beating Kurt kind of turned him and kind of turned him and Christian against each other. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause they're kind of, yeah. And everything okay. that spawned from that. Now that was the last one or do we have one more? 2002. From right. that was, right. oh, Jesus fucking Christ. The one that, and that that's the stipulation. You're talking about rookie years. Yeah, I would put him in the top three. I, well, I yes, I would say, yeah. It's just, Rock, Kurt and Ronda. I, I, I just get, three. I just, yeah. just the Kurt edges because of, of how much he did in one year. All these guys have done like one or two. He had all the titles, WWF title, like everything. Ooh, Kurt? Kurt, yeah. yeah I still play that's why I, that's why he edges me. Yeah. Uh, Ronda did have the one title and the main event of WrestleMania. I'm not like I said. I'm right Brock there. had the title and yep. main event SummerSlam. He didn't make main event WrestleMania. And his rookie year, he did. Uh, yeah, because because he debuted calendar right after year. 18 and then 19 he main evented. Yeah. So, but they 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 had the two things, three team. things. Well, no, Rhonda didn't have a king. I keep thinking she had, it was like King of the Ring. Why we keep talking about her? Um, but yeah, that was that was the big thing for Brock. Was the winner of the King of the Ring tournament? That was the finals was Brock and Van Dam, and the winner of that went to SummerSlam that to go was up the against. One that actually, had the stipulation. Yeah, yeah, that was the only one that had the stipulation to where the winner gets the title <laughs> shot. And I think I read somewhere that the original plan was for the finals to be Brock and Edge but Edge got hurt. Is that why he broke his neck? No, it was something with his shoulder I think. Okay. Because he hurt it in a match against Kurt, a steel cage match against Kurt. See, he, he was still wrestling later on that year, Edge was. So. Yeah, he came back like a month later but it was supposed to be Edge and Brock in the finals but ended up being Van Damme which is definitely a be- not better but yeah. a suitable replacement. Yeah. So after that, like, it disappears for a while until Man hates tournament. Yeah, and that was the last time it was its own pay per view. Yeah. Um. So Booker T won it, but it wasn't a pay per view. It was just no, I know. A, I'm just that's why I said it was last time it was a pay per view. Yeah. Um, that was last time it was a pay per view. So, I mean, the legacy from the the, the pay per view era, um, it really, to me, I think it took a step up. Obviously, having its own pay per view, but also just elevating its stars, I think, more than the first. Obviously, the first from '85 to '92, or I know there's a couple of years missing, but I think the pay per view era did the most 
um, for like jettisoning their stars to the next level. Because I mean, we already talked about Austin, what it did for him. We talked about kind of Triple H, like I said, we kind of established, but it kind of helped him to get with the the Mankind feud. Obviously, we just talked about Kurt and his rookie year. Wouldn't say it jettisoned him, but he because he already had the two titles before. But like it still it continued his momentum going into his rookie year. Then Brock winning it. So I think like out of the the first two separate installments, the first two installments that was probably the biggest for for the guys who won it. Um, and then like I said, we only have what two, three more, three one because we have Booker three, four four Booker Sheamus uh, Barrett Barrett, Barrett and Regal. And, oh yeah, I oh Regal. I completely forgot about Regal. I so the first, the next one up was what year? Oh six. That was, six. That was Booker, Booker T. T. Yeah, um, Judgment Day two thousand six is when the finals were held. So in that, and they then did, he, they're similar to the how they're doing it right now. Yeah. So they had the tournament during the like Raws yeah. and stuff like that, and the finals was like pay per view. Now who was his? Lashley. Yeah. Um, and that started the the King Booker, and he got the. Title he he so Judgment Day when was month was that May May so he took it from he took that character for almost a full year because he year. Over yeah because yeah. he was still using that at WrestleMania twenty two or twenty three until he left to TNA yeah so yeah he used so he he would probably is the one that used it the most out of uh, the longest out of uh, out of everybody I got him one title reign right. When he was, yeah, I wasn't sure if he like lost yeah, it and won it back. It just, I think it was just one. And he beat Batista, right, for the title or Rey Mysterio? Rey Mysterio. Okay. Batista beat him. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, I think that was probably. And then he kind of, did they start the little bit of a stable? Did he have like a King's Court or my? Uh, yeah, I think with Regal and Finley. Finley's kind like of odd. I, I think that actually. I I hear a lot of people talking about that. Like how it was like kind of it wasn't good. It was like one of the worst stables. I think Regal and Finley together is like an amazing pair. Yeah, I mean maybe with Booker at the head, kind of seem, makes it seem more goofy. Maybe yeah, because he because he hammed it up. Yeah, pretty big with I've that. See, I, but I feel like if you had Regal and Finley by Just, themselves yeah. as a tag team, it would have been. So then, game. then it. So that was two thousand six. So then, how long ago did it? Two thousand eight. So eight. So we had one year, year off, and you he they didn't really do anything. To, he they get well, like the he got suspended. Oh, he was supposed to be. Because he was general manager and king of the ring at the same time. Yeah. And then he was supposed to... I think he was supposed to have a feud with Triple H for the WWE title. Oh, God. That would have been good. Because they were... Been. He trained... He helped was a mentor. Mentor, whatever, yeah. WCW. That would have been a really good... Yeah. Regal was a mentor to Triple, Triple H. H. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. then they... Then weren't they together in WCW? It was like a... I think so, yeah. Like, for like, like, like a, a Blue Blood. Blue Bloods, yeah. Something like that. Almost yeah. like a British type one. I don't know he's British, but like Triple H yeah. isn't. But, but yeah, Regal beat... Punk in the finals. Do you think that would have got him his the title? I it's I don't think they ever really. I don't think they ever really. I would have loved to see him as champion. Yeah, because yeah, nice. he would have been the first. It would have been awesome. Heavyweight or WWE. Champion. I don't. I don't. I don't think they were ever ready to push him to, him to that point ever. I, it's hard to say. It's though. hard to say, but I just in my opinion, I don't know if they maybe just couldn't think they could rely on him because he did have a lot of drug problems. Yeah, and, and then again too. I mean, he had a good character. But like, in my opinion, knowing WWE at that time, 
I don't think they would have given it to him, but just the fact that he would have probably headlined a pay-per-view for That would have been pretty good. would have yeah. been a big deal, because I don't think he's ever done that before. If, if he would have got the championship, I don't think it would have been for very long. No. Either. Now, how... So that was 2008, you said? Yeah. So how long was that... When did when did never mind I'm thinking about somebody some other time because I was thinking about when uh, Triple H and Eugene wrestled at SummerSlam that was 2004 okay so it was a while after because I know he kind of was with Eugene yeah so you Regal was so I couldn't remember if that set that up or no Regal was a heel and Triple H was a face at the time and oh uh, wait oh yeah yeah you're right you're right you're right yep 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 yep. So then, so that's 2008, so then 2010 is when Sheamus... Now, is that when he got his first... I don't know, he he already had a WWE title before that, or world title. Twice before that. Okay, so this wasn't something that he got this, and then... um, I I, I remember, like, I'm picturing, like, I remember Sheamus winning it, but I don't remember, like, if he... I'm sure, I think think he did use it as, like, with this character a little bit. goofy crown. The one that kind of went... Uh, yeah, it looked really I don't know like why I went like I that because that's how all you. crowns do. <laughs> um, I re- I remember him. Ha- didn't he have like the he wore like the cape? Like it was like yeah, a weird like, like a black green or something. Yeah, black or green or to go with the Irish yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and he's another guy that didn't. It didn't seem like anything came from it because he already kind of yeah had his stuff before. But he went with it for like a couple months maybe, and then it, they just kind of dropped it. Yeah, that's like and that's the thing. It's like. I really think if they're gonna if they're gonna commit to doing it that like even if they like it needs to pay off somehow like yeah. either have it to where kind of what they did back in the eighties where like if somebody beats them they become king or some kind of resolution to just like okay I'm not king anymore like walked out I'm I don't have the crown on like it'd be nice to just I don't know what but I like, just have some kind of revol- resolution that just like yeah I'm not king anymore. And then the last one we had uh, King Barrett, the Barrett Barrage. Um, that was two thousand fifteen. Beat Neville. Uh, yeah. Neville, uh, Pac for everybody who doesn't know who Neville is. Um, I, I I don't really remember like the match. I'm pretty sure the match wasn't like it was good. But that's when they actually had like that's when they had the network at the time. So I was think it the, the special? First... Was yeah. It? yeah. The first round was held on Raw, I think. And then the semifinals and finals were held in a special on the WWE Network. Um, and he did nothing with yeah. it, absolutely. That's just typical Barrett, where they, you think, you yeah. always think that they're going to do something with them, and something happens to where injury or John sure Cena injured. happens. or Yeah, he had like he leaves. Yeah, I think it was. His shoulder. Or I love yeah, Barrett. Shoulder or like, was it like ner- he had nerve problems or something like that? Maybe I could I mean, be wrong. Wasn't that what it made him like retire after? Like, kind yeah, of, like I know he's he, back now. But I don't know if he wrestles. As well. I think he is. He's a champion he's a, somewhere. He? Oh. Yeah. I know he like was a general manager of some. Kind he of was, like but then he came back and he's like a champion at some or was. I don't know if he still in, is in a different promotion. Yeah, because I know he took time off for like quite a while. Yeah, and then I know he came back as I think it was. I think he's in um. Or he was Lucha Underground. He was. I think he may have been. I don't. Know I, he may have been champion there. That's so. yeah. It's not a thing anymore. But I think he won the title there because I think he was maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. Know. I think he came back and won the title, but I don't know like where for sure. So, um, 
And then, uh, and then he just, like I said, he just kind of... And then, yeah, I don't know, yeah. And then, how, how long was that, or that when he became, like, like the League of Nations thing came up, and then that he pretty like, much... That was, like, that year, yeah. And then he, he was, left after that. Yeah, before that, he was, like, Bad News Barrett, where he had some bad news. Yeah, yeah the King barrage. Was, yeah. Um, I remember like when he used to do those, like on then he used to do those on like he looks that like show. High ass podium. Yeah, like, <laughs> do we have some decorum? Yeah, yeah. like well, I have, Fred, I have some bad news. And he would just say the most random thing. I yeah. love Barrett. At that time. Yeah, Me too. I I always I've always liked Barrett, no Me matter too. what I he was doing. Too. The only thing I didn't like about him was his like finishing move. I thought it was lame. Which one though? Because he had two the different wasteland. ones. The wasteland yeah, was wasteland. Was like that the one where he had him slammed him? I like the bull hammer. The bull hammer. Awesome. That was the, the wasteland. That's awesome. when he like came back after one of his injuries, wasn't yeah. it? And he kind of like trimmed down and or not trimmed down, but he looked a lot. Because when he was he in like, like the Nexus, he looked at one time. Well, yeah, because like when he was in the Nexus, he was a little bit like yeah, I wouldn't say fat, but he looked like a little little bit chunkier. Ch- chunkier. But when he came back after injury, he was like pretty pretty ripped. Um, and then that's when he was using the brawlish, um, the bull hammer, and. Um, so, so that's kind of the legacy. Like, like I said, I think once they they used it as like a a house show one day type thing, where kind of didn't really some some aspects it did matter because with like, like I said, like Harley Race, Haku, some of them like it did kind of carry over in the beginning. Some of them they didn't. They just won it, and enough we knew nothing of it. And then we had the tournament pay-per-view um kind of era where like everybody like it, it, it kind of meant something um maybe kind of not towards the end with a couple of the guys that won um i th- i think to kind of close up um i think the the pay-per-view era was probably the, obviously the best because it had its own pay-per-view bigger stars i mean i guess i'd say bigger stars but kind of like more House, like, because it, it didn't seem like it was thing was like it was either like a, a main event or mid card. Like everybody was winning it, so because like triple or Bret Hart at the time. Well, ninety three, yeah, he was he was a main eventer at the t- yeah, time. He had the title. Um, Owen Hart was kind of he was getting there. It was kind of yeah. his launching point. And we get into like we said like the Austins and the Triple H's. It may not have maybe, especially with the Triple H thing. Like we said, it may not have maybe like. The, that's the reason why they got their break, but it, it, it all helps. It, like, it all helps. Yeah, some of for, it to me was like some of the guys won it and like they did absolutely nothing with it. Yeah, no yeah. point for them to win it. So like, we, there's a lot of like there's a lot of ups and downs, and it's kind of, in a way I can kind of see why. I mean, we know the, the reason why it got rid because Vince doesn't like tournaments, but also another reason why is they they didn't do anything with it for a few, quite a few years in a row, especially after probably like Triple H and then then Kurt kind of won it but like it didn't I don't know like it didn't really besides a few guys like we said Brock Booker like it, it kind of jet like um catapulted them into certain things but like they won it they had it as a gimmick and then they just nothing came of it so like it doesn't surprise me that it like kind of lost steam after a while because they just weren't really doing anything with it. Like, I personally think that, like, if they did, like, if they did that tournament, especially if they continue to do it now, which I know they got it back up now, 
but there's nothing stating that there's any championship match or anything. It's just another tournament. Yeah. I think that's the way it should be. I think it should be to set up some kind of title match. Yeah. Not saying it necessarily needs to be the heavyweight title, but maybe you get an intercontinental title match. I mean, it would probably make more sense for the, the Universal or WWE Championship. Almost kind of make it make it like another Money in the Bank. Yeah, or Royal Rumble or something. Or Royal Rumble. Some like, you, you're guaranteed yeah. something as opposed to just wearing a crown and a scepter and like, yeah. I'm the king. Unless they want that to be their gimmick. Like, if they have an idea of somebody to have the gimmick of a king, I can understand it, but like... They still need to like, give them something yeah, for it. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like, as far as, I mean... There I, needs to be some sort of incentive. I don't after. know if we're going to talk about this year's or not, but... I'm, yeah, I'm going to go, like, quick, not like we're... Okay. After he finishes the I don't know where this year's is going. So right now, like I said, tomorrow um, we have the semifinals, Raw and SmackDown. Um, Raw side, we have a triple threat uh, between Samojo, Ricochet, and Corbin. I could almost see that happening as like a thing for Corbin. As so like I. as I like uh, as like a character too. Like I could see him being like King Corbin and like using that as a gimmick. Is probably out of anybody that's left. Um, I could see Corbin, but I could I I, I, could, I don't know I could see Ricochet too because he he used he that in, in like New Japan and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Um, so yeah, that's that's the that's the semifinals for Raw tomorrow, the Triple Threat. Um, and then we have uh, SmackDown. We got Gable and Elias, which seems very underwhelming. Yeah. very underwhelming when. Like we like I talked about this before when reading stuff, especially when the tournament first started, a lot of talk was that the reason why they brought this was because they made this tournament for Drew McIntyre to get his like to get his push. Like he wins the King of the Ring and that puts him on to like the probably the Universal Championship or whatever title and like that was his thing and then he gets knocked down the first round. And then we're like, okay, and then it kind of moved in. Like, maybe this is Andrade's push. They've been talking about they're, they're high on Andrade, but they just don't know when to pull the trigger. Perfect timing, King of the Ring, he wins it. That's where he goes on his push. He loses in the second round. Honestly, I have no idea what they're doing. I don't either. Um, I don't think they know what they're doing at this point. I, I agree with I don't think they know what they're doing either. And a, the only thing that I like about it is that the fact is that it's unpredictable. Like you sit here and you're like we like when the tournament was announced and like we're like this is McIntyre McIntyre's gonna win like they hadn't even had any matches yet and I was like McIntyre's gonna win and then he does it and it's like holy holy shit sometimes I feel like you even if it's predictable you gotta go like yeah you still gotta go it doesn't matter how how predictable, predictable it is. is McIntyre needs to be in the main event yeah they've done him wrong for a while and. They talked about how they thought he like it keeps you keep hearing that he's like the next guy, and it's like they're not doing anything. Another thing was Kevin Owens. I thought he was going to make up deep, and he gets knocked down the first round. Yeah. But that might be more of the. Enhanced it seems line. like they had something with that because yeah. Shane cost them. But like McIntyre losing has like nothing he to do with it. any. He hasn't other. been heard of since. Yeah, he hasn't even been on TV. No. I don't think. Um, the matches that, that I think. Since the tournament started, I think this has put off some really good yeah, matches. Yeah, the matches though. have been really, and good. that's that's the one thing I do like is like when I know like a King of the Rain tournament. Match, at least I mean not from the beginning because I didn't know how they were going to be, but like after the first week, I'm like, oh, King of the Rain match is coming up. It's going to be a good one because like they've pretty much had like good like just the one with um, uh, Gable and and Andrade's yeah. was pretty good. Yeah, uh, Corbin and um, Cedric, Cedric that was 
really good, and that's coming from a Corbin. Yeah. Like he like that was a good match. Um so I'm interested to see what they, who ends up winning it and what it does for them. Um, but uh, any any final thoughts? With all the to... guys that are still left in the tournament, the only person I can't see winning it really is Elias. I can't see I, Gable winning I, it, but I, 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 I honestly don't know. Is I don't I really don't know. I, I he's the guy I put on the bottom. I feel like they're like really high on Gable, like being like the underdog guy right now. Yeah, for some reason. I mean, nothing against Gable; he's a great wrestler, but it just seems like it came out of nowhere. The thing with me and Gable, and this, like, I mean, it's not going to touch on too long, but I like Gable, but I feel like he's just better with it, like, as a tag team guy. I don't know why. He's I mean, I, just, I don't know if it's just because I, that's what I've seen more of. Probably because he just hasn't been booked right in that single spot. Like, I feel like he's being he's being highlighted a lot in the tournament, but I feel like it's it's almost like like you said you don't see Gable winning because mm-hmm. of how he was booked before the tournament. Yeah, it's like he wasn't even on TV, wasn't even thought of. Yeah, but now it's like everyone's like he's gaining some steam, and it seems like they were like really high on the whole underdog thing. Yeah, but I don't know. I could see Joe. I could see Corbin. Yeah, I, could I could see, see Ricochet. I, I honestly could see Elias too. I could, I, see, I could see anybody. Gable, especially now that the top dogs that you thought yeah. are all out, pretty yeah. much. Like, none of the guys that are in there I thought were going to be nowhere out of the first round. But hey, maybe this is going to be finally Joe's chance to be. break through. And another thing is that we got to look at is, like, again, this is, like, a little bit off topic, but I don't know how much this is going to mean because in a couple, second, third week of October, they're going to be doing a redraft. Yeah. So who knows if, like, somebody wins. What I mean, it's it might not have any like championship you know i mean i know we still got some time or maybe this might not be that big of a deal but maybe they'll say the king of the ring can go on whatever show he wants and doesn't have to get drafted i don't know yeah something some kind of incentive to become king rather than just wear a crown yeah i feel like they're not gonna have an incentive though I don't think so either. I don't, which I think is a waste of the tournament, honestly. Uh, yeah. Unless I mean, it really hasn't had incentives, but... It really unless has. it really helps a character. I yeah. Think. Like, That's the only reason why they, I think it needed it. But, like, the last, what, we said three, four King of the Rings have meant, like, nothing. Yeah. Since I mean, book, since bookers. they'll be popular for, like, a month, and yeah. they'll have the gimmick, oh, yeah, you're King. For yeah. And then it'll be still. Especially, it'll be like, whatever. especially if, like, Corbin wins it. I, I think like, he's the one that might be better for him the most. See, I don't I think. think so. I mean, as the king, yes. But I yeah, don't I think mean. he should be in the title picture anymore. No. He after could, losing for yeah. three months in a row and people like... No, like, I still so think he should be against made better. I would be happy. I, I think it would be good for him as a character to give him something else because he's been the same thing for a little bit now. Maybe yeah. change his rank attire, maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I don't want I don't want to see him anywhere near the title yeah. for like a, a long time. Well, I don't think it's gonna. I mean, we like I said, I keep kind of going off topic, but like we already know who is number one contender for the universal title after Clash of Champions because of Monday. Um, so, but that's um, I mean that's probably gonna wrap it up. Um, that was like I said, I, I kind of want to try to do the pay per views like these. Uh, our podcasts like these when we get closer to events or while events are going on. Um, like I said, we did the SummerSlam one, getting up to SummerSlam. This one, we're in the midst of the King of the Ring with the semifinals tomorrow and the finals uh, this Sunday at Clash of Champions. So, But next podcast I'm really looking forward to 
because we are going to look at AEW and the WWE slash NXT in the future Wednesday Night Wars. I haven't talked to you guys about it, but I was kind of thinking about it today. I kind of want to maybe try to do like a look back, look future. I want to touch on, I don't know if maybe we could split it up because we might do a longer one and do half like the Monday Night Wars and then go into what's coming up in the future with AEW versus WWE. And then what main, I, I say it's WWE because it's all under the one company, but really it's AEW versus NXT because they're the ones that are competing on the same night. But it's WWE as a whole. So I kind of want to do like a, a look back to look to the future type thing. So maybe we can like split it up like we did with SummerSlam and maybe do part one, look back at the Monday Night Wars and then do part two, look ahead to the Wednesday Night Wars. So that's what I'm planning on doing. Uh, we're going to try to get that uh, towards maybe the end of September because uh, we got the AW starts October 4th. Second. 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 And then SmackDown starts the 4th of October. And then we got NXT starting a week from a week from Wednesday. Yeah. The 18th. So, but um, that that will do it. I'd like to thank my guests for joining us for another squared table uh, discussion, not round table. Uh, and um, you can find us on... Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Kfabe or Die, and listen to uh, episodes of our podcast. Excuse me, um, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and other podcasting platforms. So until next time, Buzz out.